Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Greetings, travelers. This is the Pod Bay Door, your source for honest info on the newest tech, movies, games, and, of course, our base of operations, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sit back, relax, and have some fun, and maybe gain some interesting and useful information along the way. You can find us on iTunes Podcasts at the Pod Bay Door, as well as our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Keep hitting those subscribe, like, and download buttons, and look for us on all of your favorite social sites. Uh, Your pod crew today is Jamie, Adam, and Sam. Hey, guys. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? Uh, uh, Today in our podcast, we are are very pleased to have uh, Amelia Cooper. Hi, Amelia. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Amelia is the creative director of Amelia C. and Company, which provides representation for hair and makeup artists in both Las Vegas and now Chicago. She is also involved with a new convection, confection company called the Curious Confectionary and holds the title of Big Baller. It, it's a working nice. title. It's it's a working title. No, I, I, work, so I'm it curious already. You know, Just roll so. with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk to Amelia about the role of makeup artists in today's ever-changing content stream, as well as how it is uh, affected by the fashion, event, and wedding industries. And, of course, we're going to get the lowdown on the confection creations and everything she makes and why, indeed, she is the Big Baller. Big Baller. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, goodness, we're going to roll with that, aren't we? We are. Now now (laughs) we're committed. Now Now we're committed. That's right. Um, Hey, guys, keep those comments coming in the show suggestions. Um, uh, We absolutely love them. Uh, I try to get as many as I can on the show. Uh, Not that many, but uh, I try to pick the uh, most interesting ones. Uh, So here we go. Steve JC23 wrote, and this uh, clearly is to Adam, (laughs) Michael Bay is a god. Check his awards. Now, before I let Adam talk, and this is in reference to our last uh, last podcast, yeah, Yeah. where Adam said that Mr. Bay... um, uh, He's ruining my childhood. Ruining the childhood and childhoods of many of the 30-year-olds. I I couldn't agree, but obviously Steve JC23 definitely doesn't agree. Now... Michael Bay, as a director, does not have any awards, except, and if you're familiar with this, he has no less than six Razzies. Now, now I did look does this up. Does everybody know what a Razzie is? Hopefully they do. Okay. That's the, do you award, know what a Razzie is? the award for bad movies? I, uh, I'm really good with context clues, so yes. I think I can roll with that. Right. One, okay, yes. very good. So n- not all of them are, are wins, but some are nominations. Right. Um, a lot of them for Transformers movies. Yes. Um, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, no, tech tech nominations, absolutely. They've they've won many. Uh, Um, But he he specifically has it now. Has he ruined the childhoods of of millennials and and, and the like? I don't know. Turtle wasn't bad. Uh, the movie, it didn't hold up to the originals, that's for sure. But, Um, well, if you take a cue from what I like in movies, explosions and nudity. Well, there was a lot of explosions, and you're going to get a lot of that from Michael Bay. So yeah. if that's what you're no, interested n- in, no, 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 no
this is a Power Rangers reference, right? Like, I just want to make sure that I'm on point with this whole. No, actually, it's uh, uh, for for Turtles, Ninja Turtles, Turtles. Turtles, it was uh, his uh, explosions, of course, were happened, but it was Megan Fox. And that was her uh, return to Michael Bay's fold after after getting bounced. She she uh, returned to his good grace. Yeah, from Transformers. Yeah. 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 But uh, so, so you're stand by your statement, yeah. Well, you know, we look up to, you know, his, his trophies, and he's got mm-hmm. a couple of randoms, you know, in there, but he's got more Razzies than he does anything else. So I'm going with he's, he's going to ruin my childhood over, wow. over the, making it any better, you know. The so. only good part was, like, the concept of the first Transformer movie he did. Like, the first movie you watched, and you kind of left feeling with a sense of your childhood, like, okay, that was cool. But then by number two and three, it got out of hand real quick. Yeah, two and three is where he was nominated, yeah. and one ran for uh, both of them. So. Number two was uh, for sure gratuitous butt shots of Megan Fox <laughs> to draw the fans' attention. Is it actually gratuitous now? It's requested. It like it was like a majority of the film. <laughs> hey, we don't know what to do with the storyline. <laughs> no, no, it was not. No, it, was, it was, we don't want to hear her talk because she can't act, so throw yeah. in that next uh, you know, gratuitous oh. butt shot. And then also, <laughs> like, like we said last week, and then the third one was too far of a stretch we make Mark Wahlberg a scientist okay, engineer. So Mark Wahlberg has got to be like the sexiest scientist alive. Like who has uh-huh. the time to like, yeah. See, she agrees. Uh-huh. She, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an engineer, right? And I'm a farmer and, and yet still oh, has time to work out. Have, he's he's also know, a single like, dad. Yeah, so he's going to be a single dad, you know, and build cars and robots <laughs> and like, I don't know. You have to make it interesting for the ladies, though, right? Like, if you guys are going to, like, I take mean, us to I these... I mean, I'm all for, exti- you know... Uh, you know <laughs> Artistic rights? Yeah, artistic <laughs> rights with, with Transformers and robots yeah. and stuff. But Mark Wahlberg as a scientist. Right. <sighs> well, Mark Wahlberg anyway. I don't care. <laughs> Wasn't he also a scientist... Fan. Uh, he's he is quite beautiful. He okay. is he. I mean, I and I'm afraid that I fall into the every other lady's trap where I am a Ryan Gosling girl as well. But oh dear. I yeah, as a consolation prize, Mark well, actually, Wahlberg would definitely Gosling. work. Well now, that, well that Mark's getting up there. He's he's got the big four in the front of the age. Sure, yeah. sure. And he's got like four kids. Yeah, doesn't he? The one thing yeah. I can say for sure is Mark Wahlberg. He's a great guy. I met him in person for the world premiere we did for Italian Job. That's met the whole crew. And he's like the most nicest down earth person I've ever met. Like we ask him, you know, hey, did you want anything? It's it's on us. Yeah. And the first thing he did, he's is like, whatever, to, I'll buy it. Well, no, no. The first thing he did is turn to his pregnant wife. Yeah. He's like, what do you want, sweetie? Yeah. Like he was a smart man. He asked her first, and like she gave me a list. I'm like, cool. Give me five seconds. I'll be right back with the snacks. <laughs> and like he had zero of it. He's made sure he took care of her first. I'm like. You're he's smart, man. Down to earth celebrities. That's he's that. he's got a lot to make up for. He had a recent interview with. Uh, uh, Ellen, and he was not a good guy. He and his brothers were terrors, oh. like like jail time terrors. I mean, oh, they yeah. rob rob old they ladies. And yeah. This is him talking, not me. Sure. Yeah, he he was a bad the guy. The Wahlburgers. Yeah, the, wall- <laughs> the back, Wahlburgers. Back in the day, he was a he was a scuffler, causing a little chaos. Sure. So. Well, well, you know, maybe we'll have a, a, a Mark. Wahlberg show. Marky Mark time. Amelia back. And, all, right. <laughs> all right. So uh, Jenna Queen eighty wrote, uh, "Quote: I think Stephen Lang would be great for Cable." In Deadpool 2. Now, I'm going to help all you guys out because I didn't, at first, I didn't know. Now, do you, Deadpool, did you like Deadpool? Did you see Deadpool? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Well, yeah. it had Ryan Reynolds yeah. and yes. his, uh, his ass made a gratuitous appearance multiple times. Yes, I, I enjoyed it. And he would actually warn us when it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like at least like a good two thirds of the movie was Ryan Reynolds' ass. So, okay. yes, I oh, did yeah. watch yeah. Deadpool and I very Excellent. much enjoyed it. So, looking forward to the second one then. Yes. I thought, yeah. I thought it was the smartest marketing theme for Valentine's Day ever. Oh, it's great. It was the best. Like, everybody won because the guys 
get to bring their ladies. Yeah. The ladies get to see Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and the guys get to see the action. Yeah. So it's a win-win. It, it's a win-win for yeah. everybody. Well, to help Amelia out, there's a, uh, a, a, he, there's a comic book character that is a part of the Deadpool series called Cable. And he's an he's a older, not like old man, but he's an older character. So you're not going to get the Ryan Goslings and everything. Oh. So they're trying to figure out. And it actually, that for a brief moment, it was going to be Brad Pitt. Now, Brad, I, I think the reason they chose not to do that is uh, he was both unavailable and too big. Because then you're throwing Brad Pitt, and then and price Ryan range Pitt, too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Re- Reynolds is just getting over that disastrous Green Lantern thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think that's the reason why. Now, uh, Stephen Lang. Uh, the the easiest way for all you guys to remember Stephen Lang was um, in um, Ab- um, Avatar. Avatar, and he was the 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 sergeant. Or the 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 major, the general, the, major, the, the, the head of the army, the main, the, the main guy. bad guy. The yeah, the bad. guy with the uh, the white uh, crew bunch cut, of, bunch of scars on his face, looked yeah. like a real you know haircut guy, military, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's been in uh, the, the he had a very but he's a character actor. You'll never notice him. Uh, he was in Tombstone with Kurt Russell and and, and who was he in Tombstone? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll bring up a picture. Ike Clanton. Ike Clanton. Ike Clanton. He was also- Ike. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. He was also into uh yeah, he's in into the Badlands. Into the yes, okay. And he's also in Don't Breathe, the new horror movie <laughs> okay. where the kids try to rob the blind guy. That was him. Okay. All right. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I Stephen reckon. Lang. Yeah, I might even put a picture of Stephen on the on the uh, you know, video there. Yeah, but we're gonna move on. Real I think quick. he's a great choice, by the I, way. I think he's a great yeah. choice. Good option. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, he's he's definitely got a little age to his face too. So, uh, Alan G. Smoke. Now, I'm assuming it's not gun smoke. Uh, I'm showing my age. But G-Smoke wrote, uh, Amen to the micro money made by EA. Now, I don't know if he's saying good for them or we, we had spoken on our last podcast that uh, there are, uh, when you buy a video game, you mm-hmm. buy a $65 video game. Th- now, during the game, so you can get a new sword or you can get a new f- uniform or you can do whatever. Now you pay, you continually pay. They're called microtransactions. Oh, I thought you said micro as in like micro, no, dirty micro. jobs. I was, no, okay, mic- I'm with it now. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, the right, money. Right, right, right. Now, I don't know if uh, uh, Alan G. Smoke is, is saying, uh, agreeing with us. It's a terrible would, thing. Yeah, I would say that last time we, we talked how microtransactions are, are kind of negatively impact, mm-hmm. impacting the, the video game right. industry. So I'd say maybe he's meaning our our uh, thoughts to it maybe um, so yeah which, but uh, we're we're against it uh, we're I, I don't want to pay any more than sixty five dollars nope. it's already expensive fair. enough and now you're charging us for just looks and yeah. uh, beautification yeah. so yeah. but people but people are ponying up yeah, for it, it and there's oh, yeah well, for them that's another level of engagement yeah. it's like po- the Pokemon Go I mean uh, you can dollar yourself to death mm-hmm. literally and then mm-hmm. get on the freeway sure. and get run over and like same thing with Candy Crush. Get, buy more lives. Yeah. It's nothing you know. that you can't get for yeah. free, too, just by playing the game, usually. Yeah. But for people who can't, you know, wait or need that instant gratification, boom, 99 cents, whatever. Yeah. And so you can get an hour's worth of entertainment with the pod bay door here and not play games. Yeah. I mean, and not have to spend any money. Yeah. You just hit a click on a like button That's or whatever right. it is. It's just <laughs> really maybe, simple. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, subscription. Don't hurt. <laughs> All right. And lastly, this was an add-on. Uh, Steph29X, are you from Las Vegas? Uh, the, the quick answer is absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are veterans of Las Vegas. A previous podcast, uh, you can you, you have found or you can listen that the fact that I was a concierge, Adam was a dealer, uh, Sam was a limo dispatcher. And uh, so we've been here, I, I don't know the combined number of years, I've been here 25 years. I've uh, been here since uh, 2000. 
Okay. Yeah, about 20 years for okay. me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, we're, was, we're, we're, and I was I mean, born in Nevada. How long have you been here? 33. 33 years. 33 years. Lord. Gangster. I, what, what do I win? What do I win? What do I, right, yeah. Where's the confetti? <laughs> you, 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 win, you win a mug next time. When you come <laughs> oh, back. does it have Mark Wahlberg's ass on it? Or sure. Ryan Reynolds? We can, can I have one on the side of the mug? We can combine it. Wow. Front, nice. front, 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 okay, because I am feeling left out with the cool mug situation. <laughs> like, if I know that this yeah, is what we were all signed up for today, I totally would have well, brought something cooler than my well, my green no, the, bottle. The, the, this, well, this, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's... exudes healthiness, though. But see, you're just more eco-friendly. Yeah, it's like CFC-free and and, and right now? Yes, and it was blessed with like the tears of a monk. Yeah. You, you know, there I you saged go. everything before I showed up today. <laughs> very yeah. good, very good. Well, um, keeping it pure. The, yep. the answer is all of us on the panel today are absolutely from Las Vegas and longtime Vegas veterans. And um, uh, the podcast itself is, is broadcast from Las Vegas. And um, I think this is coming from the fact that there are a tremendous number of um, podcasts that are available that have Las Vegas as a theme. Ours is a, um, I'd say, a sub-theme. Uh, I mean, we, That's we, what we'd live with. Yeah, we deal we, with it every day. We're proud to be yeah. here, and we're proud to bring you information about Las Vegas, but uh, we try to spread it around. But uh, the, the, I know for a fact there are several podcasts about Las Vegas that are broadcast by individuals that are not from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, the broadcast is in the Midwest or, or the East, mm-hmm. and they, 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 I don't, they may be knowledgeable. They may be you know, often, uh, oft visitors, but... Um, uh, I I like the fact that we're all from Vegas and many many years. Oh, see, I can't talk ah. on Chicago because I've never been to Chicago. Exactly, you might be able to. I you love Chicago. I, well, I've uh, never. I mean, I've been to Chicago, but I've never lived in Chicago. But wouldn't be talking about Las Vegas without actually being a resident of Las Vegas for a substantial amount of time? Isn't that like the equivalent of like fan fiction? It is a little bit. It yeah, is. I have to agree. And yeah. even and just kind of getting your information through the news source is just right. like yeah. Know, and I think even worse, even worse, uh, Adam and I, the company that we have, um, uh, we provide video and photography services. And there are companies that we compete with that are being run outside of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and they come in and hire mm-hmm. a few half-ass people. And and they call themselves professional photographers, and they have no. They, they, I mean, it, there's no background to Las Vegas. There's no knowledge of Las Vegas. Um, and I and you know I, I can't knock those people that are actually working for these companies, but oftentimes they are um, uh, ill prepared mm-hmm. to to shoot. Very and, amateur. Yeah, amateur. Uh, well, I, and cameras are so readily available, and I don't even want to talk about phones now. So we'll we'll oh. have a whole episode about phones. All right, guys. Uh, the here it is. It's Adam, uh, Nerd Alert. The Nerd Alert. All right, cool. So uh, it's been a good time for uh, movie trailers. We had just had CinemaCon in town, um, so I just want to kind of go over uh, some of the newer ones that uh, just popped. Uh, let's start with uh, Justice League. Um, I think uh, they just put out a full-length trailer. Um, they did a, a great job, kind of introducing each character um, and kind of. Uh, Entertaining us with some action. Um, they started out with uh, with Aquaman. Um, he looks uh, great. Jason Momoa coming, um, bringing some strength and, and talent to that character. Um, yeah, definitely. Because for many years, Aquaman was the butt of every group's joke. He's Everyone very underrated uh, as a character. Well, they they brought Momoa um, out of the water. Yeah, literally. That, that one, every, every lady's heart, every lady's heart was gone. They're like, okay, they got the guy do, do you, covered. Do you know Jason? Uh, not no personally, but do you know of Jason Momoa? Do you know who, who he is? No, but I have very faint recollections um, of was, Aquaman. Oh, 
the, the with the orange top and the green bottom. Very faint so recollections, right. yes. Um, Momoa, what's what's what? Uh, yeah, I'll famous for new, Game of Thrones. I'll pull up the new picture um, of Aquaman right now. For oh her. yeah, sure. he was. Uh, um, he was Cal Drogo in Game Khalifa. of Thrones. <laughs> Cal Drogo. <laughs> but the uh, trailer looks really amazing, though the way they put everyone together, and how they also showed uh, Commissioner Gordon, you know, commending Batman for actually hanging out with people this time. I was going to say they really have done a, a great job with the casting. Um, you know, they got um, also. Uh, the Flash, you know, he looks funny mm-hmm. um, as a character. The, the CG looks great as he's kind of dashing through places. Uh, yeah. Momoa. Oh, he's so yeah. pretty. He's a good-looking dude, right? He is so pretty. He's from Hawaii, yes. so he, he kind of knows uh, the, the water. He, he knows the know? water. He knows so, how to swim. Yeah. Um, he looks good. He looks... <gasps> One thing we do have to mention... Um, like we lost our guest. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. All right. Shit. Is this what the show's about? We just talk about beautiful yeah, men? Oh, you. I sure. like this. Yeah. This is so it's much fun. Bad. Well, we got mentioned for the trailer, though. One thing they didn't show was Superman, for sure. For sure Superman was never where to be seen. The only person you saw was uh, Lois looking up. Mm-hmm. So there's already various websites out there, if you guys want to check out, where they broke down the trailer frame by frame. But so far from what we can tell by the trailer is that it contains three mother box that Darkseid's trying to get a hold of. And then uh, we see um, uh, Cyborg's father being attacked by a... Uh, Oh, what's the name? The Parademons. The Parademon. Yep, coming up from behind. Yep. So th- these guys are both behind. Yeah, we're, yeah we've, gone, we've gone full nerd now. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're, we're, we're going back in. We're, we're definitely uh, in the deep end. I was just going to so, let them hang out there for a second. Um, they're, they're giving us clues as to who the Justice League are fighting, uh, the big bad. Um, they're bringing in the, the hench villains, uh, henchmen, with, uh, which are Parademons mm-hmm. from another dimension right. um, that will lead up into... Um, eventually Justice League to 2 me, and the further on to story. To me as a DC fan, like, because people will always ask you, are you Marvel or DC? Um, I'm DC since I was a kid because I was raised on Batman. And this trailer looks very promising. I know there's going to be a lot of naysayer about Zack Snyder and all that. That's fine. That's your opinion. But uh, they already announced that the movie runtime itself is 2 hours and 15 minutes. 50. Yeah, that was 50. 5 zero. Oh, yeah, short five of three zero. hours. Yeah, short of three, three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. They got Better a lot of ground good. to cover. Better be good. Uh, they're chasing I'm, I'm, Marvel. I'm ready so. for that ride. I'm yeah. ready. If they do a double feature where they show the first movie and the second movie, I think I'll marathon that. I don't know. Would you be on for that, Adam? Oh, absolutely. If I can get tickets to it. Uh, have you ever been to a three-hour film? I have, actually. Have I'm just, I'm trying, I'm in my mind, all I can think about right now is like, but when do you pee? <laughs> well, before. But well, the, the water, so. <laughs> before, not during, huh? But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, thank you for clarifying <laughs> that. I'm glad we're all on the same page. I need a timeout. Yeah, but I'm right? just, that's all I would think about. I, that, to me, would be something I'm going to have to wait till like, it came out. Although, of course, my husband's not going to allow that. We're going to be <laughs> right there with all you nerd out people, and I'm going to be having my wifey grin on, excited well, for him, but. You'll like, see him shirtless, at least. That, that cute guy's going to be shirtless yeah that, none of that matters that if you have to go to Tinkletown. <laughs> fair fair enough fair enough I, I agree all right last <laughs> thing on that one uh best line of the trailer um flash asks batman what his superpowers are he just kind of looks at him he goes i'm rich there you go <laughs> i was like it's perfect for batman oh yeah uh, uh that's out november 10th um uh-huh. right. so next one um and i know sam's got a lot to talk about on this one uh valerian and the and uh hold on and the city of a thousand planets yeah. Um, this is directed by Luc Besson, who did uh, Fifth Element, Fifth Element. Uh, one of my favorite movies growing yeah, yeah. up. And also The Professional. Um, the Professional. professional yeah. um, and, and this looks like just kind of a new, a new age, new tech version of Fifth Element. 
so I think it's uh, it's got definitely some potential. Uh, Sam, you got, so yeah, I definitely. Know you got um, for the uh, for this situation, what happened was uh, Luke Besson was working on this film for a while now. Uh, while he was working on Fifth Element, he wanted to make Valerian way back in way back in the days. <laughs> but what happened was that he couldn't make it because technology wasn't up to par yet. And uh, the Valerian itself is a series based on a French comic book. Um, that people can read. It's like a French Star Wars, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. a French version of it. Um, it's been his passion project for the longest time. And uh, what happened was uh, last year, they actually did a uh, little uh, snippet in uh, Trailer Hall H at Comic-Con, and it received a standing ovation. So the buzz is already out there amongst the, the nerd crowd that, hey, this is something to look forward to. As for how much money it's going to make, I don't know yet, because American fans are A little familiar. unknown. Yeah, it's a little unknown. Yeah. And the lead actor and actress aren't really like, I guess the, the they're not uh, visually well known stunning. Yet. Like they, yeah. you don't think of them as like world savers, I guess. <laughs> it, Actually, right, so. I will because if they're like, if it's like a French Star Wars, essentially mm-hmm. is what you said. All I can think about is the stormtrooper outfits are going to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would t- I would go just for that. <laughs> just be opening and closing doors. Then it's a French film. I think it'll be definitely a visually stunning movie because, like, yeah. that's one thing he always brings to the table is the visual, the action, and the plot. How it keeps moving, the momentum. I think it'll be a fun film to check mm-hmm. out. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, next, we got uh, War: of The Planet of the Apes. Um, put out a final trailer for that. Um, looks really cool because there. It looks like the humans are actually losing this war, mm-hmm. and and the, and the apes are having to to really like put their foot down and and the humans are, are basically um, losing their humanity in that they're mm-hmm. they're going to go and destroy the apes that's in their turn, last they're hope. becoming savages they're becoming and then the, the apes animals, are becoming more human because they're trying to explain to the human we just want peace mm-hmm. we just want to coexist with you guys and you got Woody Harrelson in there as kind of the commander in chief of the the human army. You know, he's picking the head. Yeah, you know, his military look feel very rain uh, of fire. Yeah, super rain of fire from uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Well, and Wahlberg kind of was in that franchise like three films ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was uh, the yeah, first the was, Yeah, there you go. You're right holding around. on about that time. He, he was the first pilot in the That's in the right. Planet of the Apes, the first yeah. one. He, Heston. He, he brought, the and and brought the monkey. Brought the monkey. Uh, yeah, so that one looks good too. That one's out July fourteenth. Uh, let's get into some horror. You like you like it, little Stephen King. I am actually. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm really excited that I can offer commentary on this. Yeah. Yay for me yeah. right now. Okay, <laughs> and I am extremely excited. I've been actually stalking the trailer since before it was even like officially released. Nice. So nice. excited. Um, I, when it first the uh, concept art for Pennywise came out, I was a little bit like, oh, it looks a little too fruity little clown like but now like you'll see in this trailer he looks terrifying like uh-huh. it gave me chills yeah. I was like oh my it's, god this is going to be awesome it was well done yeah. it's, it was well it's official that this week it's the highest downloaded trailer for the whole week yeah because oh, it's spreading like wildfire because yeah. everyone's so I, excited I think, for it I think I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things on Netflix yes. I, it, I think with like that the build feeling. up that it had with that it's bringing like this, this young crowd yep. kind of back into the horror so, now, like, now nobody know, answer me okay but does everyone know who Pennywise is? Do you know who what it is? Does because I mean this is a redo. Yes. Um, uh, Tim Curry was well, the original. Yeah, Tim Curry yeah, was Tim the Curry original was one, but that was the that was the made for TV version. Yes, it was yes. a miniseries. Yes, okay. yeah, it was a miniseries. But, uh, but it doesn't change the book. I mean, I'm just curious. Does everybody what know do you, what it is? What do you mean by that? I, I feel like, you know like, what, what, is it like a demon? Is it know, like a Yes, oh, it's just pure evil. It's it's like it's the embodiment. Does it of ever pure actually evil. say? In the, 
I don't know. I've actually oh, never actually. read the but, book. But, but Stephen like King, that. he never really articulates like the exact evil. Like he never really articulates and tries to make uh, his his scaredom, his horrors uh, tangible. Right. Yeah, it's just all but, up to your mind. Sorry, but, yeah, but which this, is what makes him great. But in this case, it actually is something. And yes, he does say it in the book. Huh. Oh, I feel okay. like I know this. I know yeah, it's a right? giant spy. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 but but okay. So okay. Oh, Scratch that. Maybe we can cut that out or something. I don't know. But but even then, it's like the the thing that he says it is is actually just a physical manifestation manifestation of a bigger, more abstract concept. At well, least true. I think so. And, and Pennywise, uh, from uh, an interview that I read with Stephen King, is a, is more of an astral projection. Mm-hmm. It's not actually there. But but uh, obviously from the movie. Uh, trailer that um, that there is some tangible form to him now, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just curious if everybody knew because I mean it, this is this is now, um, you know, back in the day, you would cringe when you heard there was a Stephen King movie coming out. Sometimes, really? oh, oh, they were terrible. They were terrible. Some of them didn't deliver well. Like no. the a lot. Oh, the situation was. Some of his movies didn't deliver as well as books did. Like the books had a strong delivery, mm. but well, then when the, it came the to the screenplays movies, and the adaptations from a book are yeah. never yeah. quite on. It, it kind of falls so apart. Kind of like um, what's the recent one? The Dome. That was a TV show. Yeah, and yeah, I heard that was, that was nothing like the book. That was, yeah. that's, that's I made it through a season of it just because of Stephen that. King's yeah, name. Well, I uh, watched the first season and I asked a fan who was a fan of the book. Yeah. And they watched it, and it killed them inside. It wasn't anything it just, like it. It tore them apart. Yeah. Killed them inside. It was lost in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's don't what you it was. talk shit on Lost. Oh. Oh, I, I, okay, I endured like an episode and a half because I do, I love me like a good Netflix and binge like everybody else and everybody was going on and on about Mm -hmm. Lost. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm going to commit. I (laughs) sat down, like I had snacks and everything. It was the situation. And I got through like an episode and a half and I literally wanted to remove my pancreas with a spork. Like it was so completely. Uh, Was it it the polar bear? Not in the first two episodes, dude. Yeah, not in the first two episodes. I was like, how... Like, but it's an older thing, right? Like, maybe people just didn't know better when they started watching it, and it was like an addiction. Like, you just couldn't quit. Well, and that's why people stayed with it. Maybe, ba- back then, maybe. like when you followed the show, um, you had to wait weekly for the episode, right? This so is true. while you're it's waiting, so true. it's totally different while, with the binge while, thing. While you were waiting, you had to go to the websites to like and look at all the, the fan codes. theories and all yeah. like the random things that happened in the episode, and you had a week to like plan like, things. You were saying, like, oh, but we do that with The Walking Dead. True, like, but The I'm, Walking Dead is lame. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm it's definitely leaving totally now. Lame. Like, I'm super hard right, for Walking better. Dead fan. All right, it's getting better, but last season was so slow, and this one is building, it's, it's building, 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 now, building, and it's finally well, getting better. I, I just feel, I used to enjoy it. Uh, I just feel that it's definitely jumped the zombie shark. I mean, it's just, it's, you know. It's just and, and, a little and slow, that's all. We were in the pre-interview, we were talking about damaged individuals, and I don't want to watch that. And and they're all damaged, and they, they dedicate entire hours to damage character, and damage yes. uh, whoever. And no, I just but I can't. It, but the thing about it is, at this point, I'm so invested in making sure that Negan dies, that even <laughs> if, like, I had this, like, if I was uninspired or unentertained, I just have to character. watch. Oh my I gosh! Well, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. You, you uh, should so go grab a graphic novel no, then. No, seriously, the like he made the show better. Oh yeah. Um, oh this god, season. I can't like, wait for him to kill uh, over though. So good. So good. <laughs> oh. Actually, we loved it. We loved it. We loved to hate him. Small, yeah. small little side note yeah. on Jeffrey Dean Morgan because you know his, his character has a bat with uh, barbed wire around it. Uh, two weeks ago, there's an episode of Supernatural. I heard. Where where's where uh, Sam Neen walks in and like oh this is dad's favorite weapon it was a bat with barbed wire and I'm like good yeah. callback good callback 
Because he was on That's that show, That's where he started, too. Supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. All right, well, we'll move Good on. times. All right, uh, moving on. I think I got, one, got one, more, more? one more on here. Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, just put out a, you know, a full-length trailer. It's got Michael Keaton as the vulture, which looks amazing. Um, you know, you got he's not too old. He looks like a good guy. Right. No, no, Keaton, he's supposed no? to be old. He's supposed to be old as that character. Um, he mm-hmm. actually, um, his name's Adrian Toomes. He plays um, an old, like, kind of billionaire, and he invests money into becoming young again. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of his kind of plot, um, plot line, yeah. Um, but, you know, I read a, a quote that said this, this looks like Batman meets Birdman, and taken to the dark side. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, but Mike, does anybody remember Michael Keaton as Batman? He was actually the best I, one, I in do. my opinion. I do. Uh, we all do, I remember I'm it. sure. <laughs> Just yeah. like I, yesterday. I actually yeah. do, yeah. too. Yeah. Michael Keaton, yeah. one of the best Batmans. Right. Um, Try to test us millennials here? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. uh, <laughs> you know. Everybody gets to have two superhero moments. Right? Human <laughs> Torch, Captain America. But, but Tim Burton made the original one, so, well, I mean, yeah. and if you're yeah. a Tim Burton Bat fan, then you yeah. have seen the original you know, Batman. You yeah. Yeah. Cool. But this one looked very menacing, for sure. Like, you can tell the Vulture's not messing around. No. Like he, he's there to, to destroy you. And I like it. And they got this newer, younger Spider-Man. He's, he's pumped some some uh, humor into it, which I like, because yeah. Spider-Man's a talker, uh, especially when he fights. And, and, and they're bringing in Tony Iron Stark. Man. Yeah, Tony Stark to, like, mentor him, mm-hmm. bring him into the fold with the Avengers. He's pretty, too. Tony Stark. He's very pretty. Yeah. Well, I wonder how, like much, the, uh, how many times they're going to mention Tony Stark trying to get at his aunt, Aunt May. Well, yeah, he's got hot Aunt May now, which I don't know if I like, because she was always, like, Marissa super Tomei. old. Yeah, Marissa Tomei's you know, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with um, that, good sir? You know, I don't, nothing, I guess. But, you know, just back, you know, in the comic books, Aunt May was like a 90-year-old, you know. Yeah. But whatever. I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, Homecoming looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, they'll see what uh, Spider-Man can do with and without Tony's help. Supposedly, uh, I was reading the, uh, the notes. Um, they're talking about how with this feature, they're going to make a sequel and the contract calls for one sequel and one appearance in Infinity War, and that's it. So Sony is still halfway meeting Marvel, but they're not sure how long Marvel's going to get to keep Spider-Man due to some technicality and Sony being greedy sure. once again. Sony wants their money. What's like, dude? Just let, just let, just Marvel come to an agreement. Thing. But how many Spider-Mans do we really need? I mean, as we've... many as they want to give us. Well, this, this is actually the one good one. This is like our third to. Spider-Man that we've been on in the last decade, though, right? Here's the difference, though. This Spider-Man is encompassed in the Marvel universe. He is back home with Marvel, not with yeah. anybody else. So they're gonna and, do it right. And there'll be no musical scene in this one. No, none of this. No, I'm good. No, no musical scene. Though. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm out. Well, I agree, I agree though. I think they need to stick with this kid and keep, and run with it because it, you know, it, it's it's Spider-Man 48. It's the same plot line, so I'm glad. But new changing. villains. The villains are always well, the, yeah. the thing that that makes the movie, not the hero. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think Michael like Keaton's going to do a great job, and yeah. they're, they're bringing in the Shocker, and they're also bringing in uh, Danny Glover as like a cameo role. Um, and so, uh, also so. with this one. They're not really touch base on origin story because we've been hit over the head so many times with yes. origin story. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is actually gonna hit the ground running. Like what I like what they did with the trailer though is Tony took away his costume, yeah. so yeah. then he had to kind of go back to um, the, the the like homemade costume yeah, that he's he had on. So it's a little bit of kind of an origin story yeah. Yeah. where he doesn't have the suit. So I don't know. We'll see how they play it out. The true the true hero from within. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, that's it for trailers. Uh, I want to jump into, uh, we were talking about um, digital 
um, sales and uh, standalone stores and and how the they can affect each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam sent me an article on uh, GameStop, and they are closing due to they're closing 225 stores due to um, lack of sales last year, um, specifically during the Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Mm. Um, you know, sales they yeah. didn't they didn't because uh, it's hard for them to compete with like the WalMarts, the Targets, and the Amazons. Sure. and because the, the Amazon the, will price match you. Sure, yeah. they don't care. And don't even throw into free shipping because all they ask you to do is spend over thirty five, and that's easily done. So the only thing GameStop has now is you know pre order games, so that you know you're forced to come back or to them. Come, and buy. come in and let me bother you. Let me nag you to death. Yeah. See if you want to upgrade this, upgrade that. Like, I I don't like that sales tactic. You know, like if I go into a store and I'm a gamer already, I already know what I want to do. So just let me do my thing. Stop trying to tell me I want to buy a membership or want to buy the DLC. It's like. No, no, bro, I'm good. Well, see, what GameStop's done now is they've they've actually increased their sales in uh, c- uh, collectibles mm-hmm. and, and and things like that. So you, they're actually going to expand and open more stores just as as a collectible store. Okay. So they'll just get rid that's, of the games That's altogether. why they partnered with ThinkGeek. Did you know that? No, I didn't. They partnered with ThinkGeek now. So if you have points in your GameStop account, you can actually purchase items via GameStop from ThinkGeek. <coughs> They're kind of combining their powers together. They're gonna have to. Yeah, they, they're, they're losing. To. They're losing steam, and uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna be we'll streaming see. everything anyway. Exactly. At some point. Very know, soon. They, they have. Uh, they only closed. You know, four percent. I think it said of their stores, mm-hmm. and, and that ends up being two hundred and twenty-five. So they have plenty of stores available still, um, but uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Cool. Well, good luck, GameStop. Yeah. Uh, and the third thing, uh, kind of on the uh, scientific... The uh, sci-fi side? This, yeah, it's definitely sci-fi. I, myself, uh, am part cyborg, if you didn't know. I have a pacemaker. Uh, so, don't so, put him next to the microwave, folks. <laughs> Keep him away. So this story is near and dear to my heart. Um, so <laughs> the first full human head transplant is supposedly going to take place in eight months. Um, they're gonna, um, they have a guy that's uh, had a, a muscle... Um, He's like paralyzed. He can move his he, head. He's paralyzed, but it's a muscle uh, degrading. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So so he's, he just wastes away. And so well, all that's really left is is this guy, and he he's gonna um, basically be the guinea pig. Wow. Um, and they're gonna have a, a medical cadaver, and they're gonna try and swap this guy's head onto the cadaver. What they're saying is for the operation, they're gonna bring down the temperature of his brain to meet the cadaver's temperature, make the cut. And then bring yeah, it they back got, together. They got some sort of it. special scalpel that they can cut the spinal cord because that's the, mm-hmm. the main um, yeah. thing about this surgery is getting the spinal cord reconnected. And, and they're going to tube this guy's um, blood vessels to the other cadaver mm-hmm. and then cut the spinal cord, connect everything, mm-hmm. and put this guy in a coma, and hopefully it all turns out right. So they're going to reanimate a cadaver? Re- no, no, no. Well, I guess kind of. They're going to put a, a, living, a living head onto a cadaver's body and hopefully... Well, no, is it a well, cadaver or well, is it not a cadaver, but it's, it's going to be... Recently deceased. Yeah, yeah. you know, a, a, a full body it, donate, a, donated a, to science. Yeah. It's a timing so, issue. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be so, a recently yeah. deceased yeah. person and they're going to bring down the cooling. They're going to cool the body, both bodies real quick. It's, it, yeah. But it's still a cadaver. Like, it let's let's be real here. Sure, sure. And technically, this guy's brain will be without blood for a matter of minutes so you know who's mm-hmm. to say this guy's not dead and you're reanimating old the dead body you right. know so we're getting really so is know, he zombie or is he frankenstein so. i don't I know so. i'm so having a frankenstein, frankenstein moment, moment and it's sure. the, so, i don't in what so world think about, is this okay so think about this in the future if this goes right right so now you have these millionaires 
who are who are old and they and they want a new body. So now that boom, ten million dollars, whatever, boom, you got well, a new body. Wouldn't, wouldn't the first person they bring back is Walt Disney? Right? If they got his head in a jar. Supposedly, you know, supposedly his body's like a cryo cryo frozen. You know, you know, you know Futurama, right? Yeah. It'll be Futurama where they got lines of like jars right. with heads, right? And then you mm-hmm. just attach them to a body. As long as you gave me a bender friend, we're good. Yeah. Okay. As long as we have so. a bender friend, a robot friend, we're good. We'll see. I, I read you a couple of. You want a bender lady friend? Come whoa, on. Whoa, whoa. Uh. Bender robot. He's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Plus all the beers. Yeah, you get your free beer <laughs> right there. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I've, I've read a couple of uh, articles that you know are all for it, and a couple that say that this is some hooey well, weird science. You I'm know, sure so the, I'm sure the 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 extreme right. Uh, is going to come out of the woodwork, the stem cell folks, and they're just going to be picketing everywhere. But yeah. So we'll see. That'd be the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're curious sure. to, uh, That's kind of kind of creepy. Like this guy had a whole TED talks. The uh, I feel like there the should doctor. be like uh, warlocks and wizards there to like <laughs> do a séance or whatever. You got to. Right. <laughs> well, we're we're stepping forward. Know. We'll see what happens. The, the future yeah. of the science, right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Well, thanks, Adam. That was the nerd alert. I appreciate that. Um, Amelia, we have something called the Las Vegas 39. 33 years, you know what's been going on in Las Vegas, right? You know everything? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even answer that with a straight face or even sarcasm. Uh, I do not know everything, but yes, I've been around a while. The Las Vegas 3 is more of a current event of uh, Las Vegas information. And uh, we try to bring up as much as we can to, to help folks that love Vegas across the uh, country. Um, the Raiders, of course, have been a huge subject. Um, I'm a fan, been a fan since I was a kid. I didn't want them to come. I still don't want them to come. And so what's going to happen? They're coming. Right. And, um, and I don't care how nice you make the photograph, look up the helmet and the, and the, and the welcome sign. I think there are going to be more cons than pros. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said... In my opinion, the cons, uh, I mean, the pros are, I think it's going to have job creation, obviously. Definitely. Uh, and uh, I can't say it's going to be executive jobs. I think those are going to come with the team. Yeah. you got to sell all the popcorn and stuff, too. you got to sell the popcorn. you got to sell everything. S- someone has to scoop the popcorn, too. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. So I think jobs creation is going to be a, an important factor of them coming. Uh, and, um, you know, Las Vegas continually has new facilities. Uh, you and I are both uh, lucky enough to go in and out of uh, all the, the hotels and, and, and facilities here. And um, uh, to me, it's always nice to know that there are, they're constantly improving, that the, the lady that is Las Vegas is uh, going to survive well past us. She survived uh, the, the crash. She's going to be here you know, when we're all gone. And I think that's wonderful. And I think that's the way it happens. Um, the new stadium, I don't quite understand where they're going to put it. I, I understand no matter where they put it, it's going to be a parking nightmare. Uh-huh. I, yeah, heard, or, I heard or, down by the M, south side of town. Also, that would be good. That might well, be a I good heard, side. I heard downtown also, supposedly. Where are they going to put it downtown? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Where Unless they move in right next to T-Mobile. No, or, I hadn't I heard know. the M, so that'll be, that, that'll be great for the That's M. That's the best spot I've heard so far. They're averaging know. about five people at a right, well one, right. one of the worst spot was by the airport i was like no oh, it's already too there. crowded there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> i cut all those out um i i can't even imagine well no every stadium if you look at all the quality state well they're quality stadiums but every stadium is of course and and just no matter what city you go to is ostensibly the ghetto um you know and uh, uh it's uh We'll see, but it's the parking and it's the it's the people. Now the the, la- the the last con I will mention is the one that nobody really wants to mention except the people the the the, the interviews on the street they've been doing. I think I find it very interesting. 
that even people that aren't from Las Vegas have said, I'm not coming because I know who's coming with them. Now, I'm not going to elaborate too much on that, but <laughs> being a Raider fan, and I know, I've been at games in Oakland, I've been at games in Los Angeles, I've been at games at their travel games, and they have a rough bunch of folks. Mm. I mean, now, they're, they're, they're not necessarily bad people. If that's the case, then, then why does anybody go to Raiders games anyway? The diehard fans do, so they can release their aggression. But one thing that I will say is that, that anywhere between 65,000 and 90,000 seat stadium, whatever it ends up being, if, we, if you discount any of the travel, incoming travel to come see the games, we don't have 65,000 people that are going to go to that game no. and watch that. No, no way. No. No way. Uh, no, and point. the city is going to be expected to support it, not just uh, by attending the games mm-hmm. and uh, memorabilia and everything that comes with that, but also with our tax dollars mm-hmm. that are going to go to subsidize the building of this ridiculous stadium. Yeah. I, and absolutely. the infrastructure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I think the whole thing is headed for disaster, but I think that one of the beautiful things about Vegas is that at our core, we are a get-shit-done capitalist city, uh, and we will figure it out because, above all, we in Vegas, I think as citizens, of this beautiful city we can set aside our opinions and when we're presented with a situation we're going to figure out how to make it work I, I think agree. that that's in our blood I, uh, I think we're going to piss and moan while we do it I certainly will be every casino that goes up you know we all you yeah. know bitch and moan that one's got to come down and yeah. one's got well, to find I, a space for it oh but that's a sore spot for me I'm tired of them blowing up like why the rib mm-hmm. you left Circus mm-hmm. Circus but you took the rib sure, sure. like who we, we made that brilliant decision that, uh, we were just talking on the last podcast that Binion's Horseshoe it's going, going now. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. going. But, but, but yeah, we're going to make sure that Circus yeah. Circus and all of its seedy, yeah. uh, uncomfortably pink glory <laughs> yes. is going to all remain those, all those erect. Fun, all those fun kids that I hang love the Adventure there. Dome. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually worked at the Adventure Dome. In fact, my <laughs> first makeup right? artist job was I was a face painter. I was a clown. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. If anybody doesn't know, the Circus Circus Hotel... Um, is home to a giant big top that's actually um, uh, an, an adventure park. park. Yeah. Adventure park. The Adventure Dome. Yep. And, adventure Dome. Uh, and every Halloween they have an, a big celebration, and there's always yeah, Fright Dome. Yeah, Fright Dome. Got the crazies and, out there. You know, there's yeah. there's there's fun and it people good and, and arrests and cops <laughs> and SWAT and yeah, yeah. you know, just like any other Vegas event. Home of the 99-cent shrimp cocktail. That's right. <laughs> Yay! That's right. Good luck with that. Ooh, uh, it's like shrimp meal. Uh, love it. <laughs> Uh, right, well, secondly, on a more positive note, um, for those of you that love to come to Las Vegas for nightclubs, which I'm sure it's 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 definitely my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, I have glow sticks in my bag, ready to go. Uh, Las Vegas has two of the world's world's top ten clubs, and this is based on on, on revenue. Uh, the number one okay. club continually. Year after year is what do you think, guys? What do you think? I, you already have the rundown. Yeah, and it's, it's marquee, marquee at the Cosmopolitan, and um, uh, I'm not even going to quote the dollar amount because I couldn't get the current one. It was a 2016, but it's staggering. Oh, for the amount that they pay these staggering. DJs to come for like a night and a half. Yeah, you Calvin, know, Calvin Harris, on. what half mil? Sure, to for, go to for like five hours. Yeah, Hakkasan being the Must second, nice. and it ranks about seventh. Um, uh, but the most interesting thing about that is uh, we've always had a top uh, twenty. Uh, I often have top 10 clubs. But the most interesting thing about it, I saw it in the article, was that um, one country now has broke into the top 10. And it's a very surprising country. You didn't see this in the pre-interview. Mm-hmm. Serbia. Yep. Serbia now has a top really? 10 nightclub. Yeah. Right. Surprising. Yeah. And, I and saw, above Pakistan. 
by the way. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I saw in, the video in, on it uh, on uh, Vice News about gross, Serbia. Right? Um, apparently, since there's so much chaos out there, their theory is they're just going to party. Party, yeah. Because yeah, li- life is too short out there. Huh. Yeah. So they literally yeah. just party. They just spend their money at the yeah. clubs every weekend. Huh? My, my one bit comment for... Uh, Hakasan and Marquis is um, I've dealt with them when I worked in the transportation industry. For the amount of money these DJs get paid, I want to say about eighty percent of them have zero manners. When our drivers pick yeah. them up and drop them off, yeah. they, they have to carry all the heavy DJ equipment set, and they get zero gratuity, like zero. See, they obviously didn't hear our podcast on tipping. Not only yeah. they're all cheap, huh? And everybody, tip, tip, everybody. Tip. One, yes. one of the rudest one was uh, I won't say the artist's name, but uh, <laughs> he was in the vehicle, and the driver is right in front of you. Instead of talking to the driver, he texts his assistant, who then told the driver what he wanted. Wow! It's, it's like you're right there. You're, you're literally like just a voice <laughs> away to, to talk to him. Yeah, but you can't <laughs> do that. But you're too good too. But yeah. you're too good too. I, 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 don't, I don't get the concept. I don't get the concept. Well, I don't like know. no manners whatsoever. No. So every time I, I um, from Thursday to Sunday, every time I check my my sheet of who's coming in, I'm like, oh, here's this douchebag. So do, yeah. Do you, do you put like the the drivers you don't like on the? Uh, uh, the bad no, runs no, no comment. Yeah. Statues limitation. <laughs> I, I'm about to wait. I'll answer that question later. Maybe, well, kind of, sorta. I've always had my doubts. I've worked with them before. I've worked with uh, the Aokis and the Dead Mouse and, and so on and so forth. I, I've always um, questioned uh, their their popularity because, I mean, uh, there's always the joke. They turn on their, they, they d- put their iPhone on the dock, uh, turn it on, and then go cast your check. Right. So I mean, you know, I, I I I would like to know that they somehow compose music. And I, I know that our, our, our crowds, especially when the Mid- Midwest folks come in, they want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And they want to have... So I do know that they are entertainers, but uh, I don't know, half mil for well, 90 I mean, minutes of work. I mean, do they really entertain they, behind they the play, DJ booth? Well, they, they keep... The, the, the premise is, uh, is that uh, it's all predicated on, on keeping the energy the rhythm, going on in the, the room. The beats per second. And, 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 I, and there, is a, there is a, uh, a palpable you know, way of doing that. And oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're keeping the energy going on a podcast on a very small level. So, I mean, you know, when he's looking at thousands of individuals, it, you know, if he if he has a speed bump and suddenly there's no music, that's a, that's a problem. Sure. So, yes, he has a responsibility. To, um, to be fair, uh, Steve Aoki, at least with him, uh, his fans enjoy getting what's called caked. Yeah. Apparently, at his shows, he throws cake at his fans and mm-hmm. they go ape shit. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't get the concept at oh, all. Yeah. I don't uh, understand that. Uh, I'm sorry, but he totally stole that from ICP because I have a very uh-huh. clear memory of being soaked nice. in Diet Fago nice. at the Huntridge. Oh, so Huntridge. Nice. The Huntridge. Nice. I love that Soaked head to toe from ICP and Diet Fago. Yeah, ICP? Wow. Oh, my God. That is hardcore right That's there. That's hardcore. There what, what, are many mysteries to me, my friend. like an onion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The ICP girls are called something. What is it? Uh, well, God, it's been years. Hang it's, on. Um, um, no, there's I'm, a, there's I'm a, there's sure a, there's a, not the, no, oh, oh, I, uh, yeah. not the Juggalos. 
No, no, that's no, the no. Males. That's the males. Oh my God, is I? You know what? I don't remember. They're, they're, I, I, I haven't. I, to be fair, I haven't listened to an ICP song yeah. since probably yeah. when I first yeah, realized I was definitely out of puberty. Like I, <laughs> I like I had conquered that. For, for those of you that retired, there was, there was an era where you know ICP was good for like the rebelling stage, right? Oh and yeah, then, and then they kind of faded away. Well, the yeah. Huntridge yeah. in general was good oh, for that. Oh was, man, was like Godsmack, oh, yeah. Seven Dust, a pig yeah. named Jody, AFI. Yeah, Huntridge was a great venue. Yeah. <laughs> so bummed out when it was closed down. I was like, Man. well, I would love to see it brought back. That I mean, to me, that's like one of those. See, that's like, one of those classic buildings in Vegas that we'll never see again. Yeah, they well, should, they were they supposed to be exist. having a revitalization, right? Like, didn't it's, somebody the buy still it? There. Yeah, the building, the building is still, is still there. there. I, I don't know. It's kind of on a hiatus for. Yeah. That the, uh, who knows how long we that, can we can crowdfund for this, guys. Like, yeah. we can make this a thing, and we, we can could. buy it, mm-hmm. All right. make it happen. That and Moulin Rouge, way down the ghetto. Oh, also a good quick note about these. DJs that come out to play for these clubs. Um, it's actually a subculture because I found out a couple weeks ago that uh, the fans that listen to like the Aoki's and like uh, uh, Dead Mouse and all them, mm-hmm. that's one set of fans that are mainstream. Mm-hmm. But the real diehard EDC fans mm-hmm. listen to different guys mm-hmm. that aren't listed at Hakkasan or... Yeah, the, the um, radio you know, yeah. play yeah. guys. I yeah. actually have another opinion on that. See, before all these clubs started doing what they're doing, before it was EDM, we right. just we were just techno. ravers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't even call it techno. We called it by their names. We, you know, you were listening to dubstep yeah. or house yeah. or, Death you know, candy, and, yeah. you know, happy yeah. hardcore and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And we weren't partying on the strip. We were partying where uh, Mountain's Edge is now. You would go across the, the train tracks. Shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd go across Ardell across the train tracks, and you would party out there, and you party at the candy factory before it became the arts district, and it was just a bunch of broken <laughs> down right. warehouses. So yeah, we did listen. To, like yeah, I mean, all the DJs process. I loved yeah. were not what I hear today, no. and it wasn't EDM. You would listen you mean, to genres. When, when the drinks didn't cost you like twenty, thirty bucks. Oh, we weren't no, drinking. We were doing. <laughs> we, we got our kicks elsewhere. We were not drinking. Nobody <laughs> well, has money for that. For for those that have that, that retired their glow sticks, uh, ICP is the insane clown posse. And, ICP. Uh, now yeah. you know me. Yeah. ICP. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll well maybe we'll revisit that. We'll have a we'll have a um, uh, buildings of bygone bygone buildings and we'll talk about that and we'll play some ICP in the background yeah yeah. Wow. Oh. yeah. with 40s you have 40s bring me back for that one I would totally do that absolutely. one absolutely absolutely. we'll do it you know what we could do we'll talk to whoever owns that building and do it there that'd, that'd be great so dope. that'd be nice yeah. Yeah, that'd that'd be nice. cool well, last on the Las Vegas three, uh, Las, and I'll do this really quickly. Uh, we all know this, and uh, it's kind of negative, but it's it's. I think it's um, more the individual's problems than than anybody else. We have been as as far as number one for pedestrian deaths in the, in the United States. We we were recently third, but now we have plummeted to twenty first. So people are are dying. Fewer people are dying on our streets. Um, I have my opinion as to why they're dying. They're, you know, they're not, not the brightest individuals, and they're. Well, we got know, a lot of those, yeah. you know, drunk people on the strip. They like to cross five lanes traffic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they wonder, and they wonder. However, the most interesting statistic is Florida, <laughs> of the top twenty, uh, Las Vegas being twenty-first. Tw- uh, Florida cities own eleven spots. Eleven. Eleven spots. Apparently, you cannot cross the street anywhere in Florida. No, you just continually make rights. You just keep going <laughs> around the go. corner. It is you not know, smart. Eleven of the top twenty. 
the people it's 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 a, it's an epi- right. that's an epidemic now, to me. Now it's, I know that you know Florida is known for you know the, the retired, elderly, the right? Yeah. The retirement. All, all the retirement. So, well, it's just that, it, yeah. it's just that people yeah. don't know how to drive anymore down no, there. I, I is, can it, is it the pedestrians' fault mm-hmm. or is it the driver's fault? I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit of both. Being a Floridian or ex-Floridian, mm-hmm. being born and raised there, it's it's a combination of all the old people driving these fancy fast cars at a slow rate and suddenly just pick up out of nowhere. Because I've seen old people drive. Mustang Camaros yeah. at 20, but then they're like, oh no, like their foot cramps and they hit and it goes 60 and boom. <laughs> and they're like, they're body. not used to the, the jump of these new cars now. It's like, I mean, don't, on. yo pops, don't don't buy the car. You don't know how to use it. Just, just, just please, just be, yeah, stick yeah. something else. Be careful in Las Vegas. Be careful in Florida. And, and apparently Uber, you got, you got an untapped market there in Florida. So get over there. Um, all right, enough of this silliness. We have um, Amelia Cooper. She's she's obviously an ICP <laughs> fan, but but that's not her hardcore uh, quasi. Like, quasi. I mean, yeah, yeah, quasi. Just the diet bagel situation. <laughs> it just lays on to you being a big baller. That's all. That's, that's right. all this. Amelia has two uh, roles here in Las Vegas. She is she is a local business owner. Uh, thrice, right? Three times over. Yes. Uh, the yeah, I have three companies currently. Mm-hmm. I have a I have shattered dreams trailing behind me of my oh, other no. ones that no, no. were mm-hmm. aborted. But we yes, will. I currently own three. No, we're going to revitalize that today. Um, uh, Building her, stones. The first one where where I met uh, Amelia and um, and I have to say right off the bat, she she uh, is is an impeccable business person, uh, and and so uh, and her people follow suit. Or they're gone. No, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, she fired. she runs a representation company for makeup artists, professional makeup artists, uh, and I have uh, used her service and used her people, and uh, they were fantastic. And I and I will bring up something maybe you don't remember. I I as a as a business person myself, I am hyper early to everything. Mm. Yes, and he is. I can attest to that. Yes. And uh, on the job, on the recent job I had with one of her people, uh, I looked over and I didn't know who this person was. And, you know, I'm usually, I'm used to being there all by myself and setting up and doing this and doing that. And I, it was a fashion shoot. And I come to find out that the her makeup artist that she represented was there before me. Unheard of. It's the first time for everything. Unheard of. And now it's like a personal challenge. I'm actually going to yes. start scheduling them. Mm-hmm. If we're working with you, I'm going to make mm-hmm. sure that I schedule them so they're like they're like super early, cooling their heels in Good. your face. Good. Yes. And 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 uh, you know I, I I kid Amelia, but it, it's absolutely true. She she uh, has a uh, I'm sure of a long list of un, unspoken rules that that they all follow, and they're they're outstanding. But enough of me talking about it. Tell us about Amelia C and Company. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. We really do have an amazing uh, group of artists that we represent, but uh, we actually got started super organically. It was not on purpose, which is really funny because my biggest success has been working with these amazing, incredible, talented artists and in this really vibrant community that Vegas is, um, but it wasn't on <laughs> now you're an artist as well. I want to make make yeah. Make, I, let I, I know. am a professional hair and makeup Very artist. Good. You're not just an administrator. Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, but I uh, very I most of what I focus on is running the business. Okay. Um, but I am a professional hair and makeup artist of 13 years. Okay. And um, we actually got started ironically in 2009. Um, it was very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was we just moved into our new house. 
I had no work because the market crashed mm-hmm. and a certain president told people not to come to Las Vegas and that affected our economy. Agreed. Um, whether Agreed. you liked him or not, that's what happened. Yeah, absolutely. And I was, at the time, I had been doing hair and makeup for about six years, six, six seven years. And I remember like my nails digging into the grout of my half-finished tile on my new house and crying because I had no work. And I was being represented by another company at the time, which I'm still good friends with them. Um, but everybody at that time was struggling. So I ended up uh, deciding after that, like it was, I mean, it was the kind of cry where you cried so hard you cry in Spanish, right? And like you look and see how ugly you are when you, when you, you know, like, I don't speak Spanish. Oh, I start speaking in tongues. Like, yeah. and then you like have to see how ugly you are in the mirror while you're crying. So I'm yeah. like crying. Like, uh, and then it just gets worse. Oh yeah. yeah. Like Ice Capades was playing in the background, like the soundtrack to Ice Capades. <laughs> and then it like zoomed into cats. It so was a situation. Full apocalypse. Full apocalypse. Yeah. And I, I decided that that day, once I was done, uh, that I would never rely on somebody else. So I ended up starting the company, uh, not as a company, but just to get myself work. And then it just kind of rolled into what it is today. So it was very organic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on purpose, um, yeah. but I'm very fortunate and very lucky. Excellent. Excellent. Now, the the scope of what you do, uh, uh, her company uh, represents Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And now Chicago. Now Chicago, yeah. Chi Town. Yeah. yeah. Now that nice. it's fair to say now, right? You've been working on that, and it's just come to fruition. We are actively working on it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Love Chicago, and uh, a totally different environment. Yes, as far as your 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 businesses, or do you find it similar? I'm still because we are still in our infancy. Mm-hmm. I would be uh, brazen of me to make an assessment of how different or similar okay. the two are. Fair I wouldn't enough. be so bold right now. Okay. Now the scope of work. Uh, is well, I'll let you say event and wedding. I mean, what what do you, what what is the the full scope of of, uh, the, of what we do of what you do? Uh, we focus on executives, uh, conventions, commercial work, and then also the special events industry. So we do about seven hundred weddings a year. Okay. Uh, I actually sit on the board of directors for the Wedding International Professional Association. Okay. Um, and then we also do as uh, what? What, 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 what? I'm the director of education. Oh dear. Ooh, yeah. You're the boss. I'm the designated. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Not the boss. Not, Not the, the boss. I'm, I'm a director, but I do get to book some really dope education, which I'm all about because nice. you gotta always keep your education up. Nice. Um, and uh, and then we work with a lot of conventions, and mm. we get some really cool stuff that comes through. So, well, absolutely. I mean, I, I know of, uh, we know, mm-hmm. but I mean, you have everything from from the wedding conventions to nightclub and bar to JCK. I mean, absolutely. CES, CES. Uh, Arbon. I mean, yeah. I've had yeah. some, and I really love it when the executives come into town for their meetings, and we get to work with them. I mm-hmm. love my suits. I love my suits. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and they always want to do something really cool and fun and have a good time. And I really like it. So, yeah. Mm. So we, we do quite a big span of work. I would say, uh, it would be easier to say that the, the things that we don't do, like I yeah. don't do fashion. You don't, you I don't right. do high fashion. No. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about that. Uh, high fashion is something Green that. triangle that, yes. on the eye. Yes. Uh, and, uh, it's something that, that I have, that's my background, editorial and commercial fashion. Um, and it is different. It is different, and it's and it's very hard to overlay the scope of what you do currently onto that. Um, it's a it's a very very unique beast. You either do it or you don't. I think I you know I mean some people may disagree with me, but as a as a uh, vendor of your type, 
uh, I can understand not necessarily avoiding it, but I mean, just keeping that as a, as a every once in a while, a couple, three times a year, maybe and not, not even that, not even that because I, mean, I would never book something for my company, uh, that we weren't qualified to do. And mm-hmm. we've never been in that space. I would really, truly rather go get somebody looking amazing for their mm-hmm. day on the trade show floor okay. than to stress out over the green triangle on the forehead. I, and I right. don't get it quite frankly. I don't yeah. understand it. I understand. No, I'm actually understand. quite boring for a makeup artist. I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Very okay. boring. No, it, you know, the the reason I'm excited to have you on uh, and and all of our guests, but uh, you're you're a local businesswoman, uh, which is, an, is extremely important uh, to Las Vegas. I think uh, the small business community is un, is not represented loudly mm. here. I, I think uh, a lot of us, uh, you know, make our money and and have wonderful clients, and we we conduct these these uh, impressive businesses under. You know, under the radar, it seems like. Mm. You know, I mean, our advertising, you know, uh, is working, uh, but I don't think people understand that there's a there's a whole community of local business people here, because um, all we all we ever hear about Las Vegas is the Raiders, mm. and the the big conferences and the big and MGM and Caesars. Well, That's you know, all you, you ever hear. If you're not blasting social media nowadays, you're kind of lost. Yeah, in. Mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Now, now weddings. I'm not going to belabor the point. I have I have my personal opinion, but I have a question, and I'm not going to put you on the spot. I promise. Seven hundred no gotchas, weddings. right? No, 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 no gotchas. No gotchas. Um, what I want to ask you is that within your industry, with your vendors, is it a Shark Tank like it is for the audiovisual area, for for video and, and photography and everything else? I'll tell you what. It is a pool of sharks, and it is a difficult environment, and it is something that, much like your your feeling about fashion, it is a beast that I don't get involved with very much at all. Mm. So do, do you feel... Now, you, you, in my opinion, have clearly risen above a lot of what I see, um, uh, other companies that I see that, uh, that advertise, um, and uh, uh, as someone who can critique makeup... As a, as a professional photographer, um, there are a lot of companies out there that are competing with you that are not that are subpar, mm-hmm. and it, it, and and much like my industry, where there is there are subpar shooters, um, it's difficult. It makes it difficult, and that's what I mean by a Shark Tank. I don't mean uh, I mean obviously the competition is fierce in Las Vegas. Fierce. Right. What I mean is that how you know how do you how do you rise above? Uh. That's wow. That's a great question. So the best way that I can explain this, and I, I actually try and uh, get all of my artists that are part of our team to mm-hmm. understand this concept, uh, and I and I even spoke about it once, is that Chanel is not worried about Charlotte Russe. Yeah. Chanel is not wringing their hands, worried that Charlotte Russe is going to steal their sales because the client that shops at Chanel is not the same client that shops at Charlotte Russe. There's always going to need to be Walmarts in the world. There needs to be providers and services that can service that clientele. And it's not bad. It doesn't make it less than. What it does is is it gives it a wide, wide range of products and the other reality to this too is that our bread and butter um, is really weddings and conventions. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at weddings alone, 
uh, up until last year, we've actually seen a, a little bit of a decline, but up to last year, we were doing over 120,000 weddings a year in Las Vegas. Now, to put this in perspective, my goal was always 1% of the market. If I did 1% of the market, mm-hmm. I would do 1,200 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. My tiny company cannot handle 1,200 weddings a year. Right. So I'm really looking at like a, a little bit more than a half of a percent. So when I keep those things in context that like Chanel's not worried about Charlotte Russe and I really need to capture less than 1% of the market, mm-hmm. it really just helps me go, okay, you know what? Take a so, deep breath. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like not, less it's stress, right? Giant. Yeah, it's it's less stress and it, and it, it really grounds me um, and it makes me feel less embittered to the person uh, that is charging way under par. It, and it sounds like it gives you like a freedom almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, and, and I do have, I mean, not to get all woo-woo here, we're, we're not going to go mm. to the woo-woo stuff, <laughs> but um, I do have an abundance mentality. I, mm. I mean, and I have that abundance mentality because I've actually done the work. I've done the math. I know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, I'm not shooting in the darts and hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, is it a shark tank? Yeah, you can look at it as a shark tank. Sure. As far as I'm concerned, they're just bait. Mm-hmm. More biting for me. Right. I don't nice. care. Right. Nice. Now, uh, moving to current and what's trending in your industry. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to leave that open. I don't mean in any specific thing. I don't mean makeup and I don't mean, you know, uh, products. But what is trending in your industry that you like? Mm-hmm. And what is trending that is that you don't like, that you don't like to that, that you're seeing that you that, that you don't like about your industry? I think that my basis for understanding of this uh, actually comes more from looking at my peer group than looking at what the actual clients are doing Um, because what the clients are doing has a tendency to kind of just one small detail after another gets added in, but there's not really a whole another unique concept that comes around that like really blows anybody's mind. Uh, We're adding in details, you know, like right now a lot of people are doing a donut wall. I don't know if you've seen I those. I understand. No, yeah. yeah. Donut, donut walls, uh, guys, uh, in the studio and, and in the audience, donut walls, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it is... Um, exactly what it sounds like. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a, it's a walk-by and they have, you know, it, it, they have, you know, sticks with donuts on them and you walk by and they have a, a multitude of donuts and you take one um, and they usually have a, a coffee and tea set up and everything else, but it's, it, it's just that. Um, it's served yourself. Now, uh, hygienically, <laughs> I, I, I have my doubts. Um, because the donuts are just there outside, but uh, but yes, go on. But, you know. but 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 it's a detail. I mean, and and the thing about Vegas is that are the scale of what we can do, the 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 breadth of what we can do mm-hmm. is so vast that to try and pin it down to a trend, well, that trend is going to differ whether you're doing the. The, the couple that's staying at the win who just wants to have a funny ha-ha wedding because they, they want to get married for tax reasons mm-hmm. or you're doing the one at, you know, the Four Seasons, which, you know, has $150,000, $200,000 on the line. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to pin down the trends. Um, but looking introspectively towards the actual wedding industry, one of the trends that I actually see happening right now is we're starting to tighten up on our education. We're starting to button up on our associations. We actually have, I think, seven different uh, special event associations in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. which is a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of alcohol for us wedding pros, let me tell you. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm, I'm exposed to those. Adam knows. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I could rail on about those. Um, you know, and, it, and it's, they, are, they are seemingly primarily based on weddings or wedding ish there's the, well there's a couple um and and it's as vast as the trends there's one uh association out there that you can definitely tell uh caters to a more 
economical budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's the ones that cater to a budget that for service providers who have a tendency to attract that $150,000 wedding. Um, But the beauty of it is, is that once you find your niche in Las Vegas, um, and even if you're not even into weddings, if you're just into live events, there's a great association for that as well. And the support in the community that Las Vegas has is unique, unlike any other city. And I know this because I sit on a board of directors for an international organization. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that Vegas is very buttoned up. Okay. So it's it's a beautiful thing that our city has going for us, especially in the hospitality and special events industry. That's good to hear. That's yeah. good to hear. Now, as far yeah, you you had, uh, we, we were uh, texting prior to you coming on the show, um, you had mentioned being camera ready. Now, do you find uh, your, when you when you vet your people and you have new people and you're training new people, do you find that to be an almost necessary uh, 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 skill to to work with on camera talent and to work with the content stream? And it's not just the wedding; it's just not the the one and out. I mean, do you do you do you also do on camera work and? and we do on-camera work, mm-hmm. but I don't worry about it when I'm vetting people. Okay. Um, and the reason why, uh, without putting my foot in my mouth and being on record for saying that I something that I probably shouldn't say, um, the reason why is that I always hire based on character and not mm-hmm. on talent. In uh, You want to talk about the shark tank. The mm-hmm. makeup artist industry in general can be quite a bit of a shark tank. And for a long sure. time, it had a kind of a good old girls club vibe about it. So when I was looking and bringing in my own talent, I always focused on hiring somebody based on character because I've worked on camera. I can take somebody and I can take key on a job where I know that there's going to be camera there. Very similar to the first time that you and I met, you know, and I was there and I was available for my artist so I can make sure that she performed in the capacity she needed Mm -hmm, to. Um, So we do quite a bit of on camera work, uh, but it's not actually something that I vet for because I'd rather train somebody how to be a great on set artist Mm -hmm. than try and retrain somebody how to have a high moral character. Because I can work with anybody's character or I can work with anybody's talent, but I'm not going to go through. I'm not somebody's therapist. I'm not going to try and teach them how to be a good person. Excellent. Excellent. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Now, social networking versus word of mouth. I know for, 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 for my industry, for my business, um, oh, I'm going to get so many comments mm-hmm. about this. Uh, I know we're kind of, I feel like we're going into a landmine right now. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, we're going to make it through. Um, I'll take it. Uh, you know, people know who I am. Um, social networking is, is many, many, many percentage points down. It's word of mouth and it's quality work. And in Las Vegas, and you know this for a fact, it's showing up responsibility being on time uh-huh. now that it may not, Las Vegas may not be different than any other city in the world but it seems to me the stories that I hear the makeup work that I have to do uh, and then what I mean makeup I mean I, I have to make up for bad work is is based on that he didn't uh-huh. show he uh-huh. was an idiot he didn't know what he was doing he didn't have the gear do you see that yeah, we actually get quite a bit of that work. You do? Yeah. I, I've, I've gotten uh, some, we're, we're actually expanding our commercial convention business. And uh, I've gotten work purely because somebody said, you know what? They got comfortable. The artists got comfortable. Yeah. You know, uh, this, you know some of the, the makeup artists uh, that have, are really well established. Um, and it's actually something I remind my, my artists a lot about, too, is like, don't ever get comfortable. Don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. 
Because you know what? There's somebody younger and hungrier that's going to work cheaper than you, and they will fill your shoes in a heartbeat. Right. You know, and and, and timing t- to both of our industries, but mine uh, especially, is huge. Mm. Early. You know, I don't, under- uh-huh. I don't understand it. And, and just because they put the moniker artist... Yeah. Oh, it's in the starving you artist. The, oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. I'm an artiste. So dramatic. No. And, and I might, I'll, uh, I'll, show up, I'll show up, you know, four o'clock-ish. Ish. You know, no, horseshit. That, that you know, you're going to show up when I tell you to show up. And guess what? I'm writing the check. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, I'm going to ask you a tough one. I'm going to put you up against Oh, uh, here we go with the gotcha. I knew no, it was no. coming. I felt <laughs> it. Businesswoman or artist? Which one do you enjoy now? Businesswoman. You do? Yeah. yeah. And I am I make no apologies for it. Do you miss do you miss being just an artist? Um starving or otherwise? No, actually. Uh and not the, the crying part. I mean, no, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, not the tear string <laughs> like you start crying in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh I don't because what I I don't have an education. Mm-hmm. I fell into doing hair and makeup. It was a very everything about uh, how I got to be here today was super haphazard. But what I did do is I did take what I had when I had it, and mm-hmm. I like held on for dear life, and okay. I ran with it. Right. And um, it was so much of an evolution. And when I look about it, when I look at it now, um, one of my biggest things that I get excited about is. And it's so simple and it's so white collar. It's my sales numbers because that translates into what it is that I can provide for my artists. And most of my artists have children. Most of my artists, I would like to, I want to know that they're going on vacation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I want to know, I want them to come over and show me the nice purse that they bought. I want them to have a, a certain quality of life. And so for me, knowing that I can give that to somebody, that's Awesome. I think Jamie That's has great. kind of the same thing. Like he's providing jobs for people and thinking. Yeah. Oh, it's so too. gratifying. Yeah, yeah, it is sure. gratifying. Absolutely. Yeah. Their the, story is definitely inspiring big time. Just he- sitting here hearing this right now is so inspiring. Oh, it's, it's, it is, it, it, it's the best kind of gratification to know that you can give somebody, that you can give them a gift, especially if you give them a skill set or a yeah. tray that is completely transferable. I know that the girls that work for me, they can move in. This, that's how Chicago got started. She actually was a makeup artist before she came to me. But some of the girls, I've trained them from the ground up. And I know that if something happens to me tomorrow or they ever have to move or that something happens to their husbands, they will be able to provide for their families. Yeah. Do something with yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They're, you're, they, they will own that for life. That is something that they will always be able to provide for their family for. So uh, for me, that's like a huge factor. Uh, and as far as the artistry stuff goes, I do get my rocks off on some of my artistry stuff. I have a, um, a, a Halloween project that I really want to get my, my hands into uh, soon so I can promote it for Halloween. Um, but I can make time for that artistry part of me. I can be that person. Mm. Uh, but what gets me up every morning Definitely businesswoman. Great. And that being said, Amelia C. and company, I'm going to let you do the dot com. What, what, how do they find you? How do they contact you? Uh, Amelia-C.com. Amelia-C. Amelia-C. Yep. Okay. Nice. I had a question. Um, yeah. For people that are listening to the podcast that are inspiring makeup artists or they want to get their foot in the door, what would you recommend for them to do? Or how do you find your talent or does your talent come to you? Like, how does that work? Sometimes they scout. Sometimes they find me. Um, The first thing that I would say for an aspiring makeup artist is... 
they actually recently changed the laws. If you would have asked me two years ago, I would say go to cosmetology school because you didn't need to have a license in order to be a makeup artist. Mm -hmm. But what it did is it gave you the ability to go start in a salon while you build, build your portfolio and you build your skill set. And also is kind of a CYA so that you don't give somebody like pink eye or something gross like that oh, because, okay. you know, so <laughs> two years ago I would have said go to school. Yeah. Uh, now it's different. Um, now I would say, uh, first of all, don't buy, like there's so many of these pop-up like shitty like $999 online makeup academy and you get a certification which is just mm -hmm. a glorified piece of paper that somebody made in Word doc mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and like I see people that spend money on that like I actually had somebody come up to me the other day and they're like oh I enrolled my daughter in this program they were so excited to tell me about this program they put their daughter in and I was like this is yeah. not, not going to help you. It's this like the slow moment. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like yes. a waste of your money. But yeah. but they were they were so excited, and it was in a social context that mm -hmm. I was being told this. So all I could do is put a shit eating grin on my face right. and go, like, oh, oh that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's hey. like uh, it's yeah. like for 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 us, it's like uh, the the guys that come up to you in the mall <laughs> and say you should be a model. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the company, but everybody knows what it is. Oh my god, you're so yeah. sleazy. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, 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 and, and again, it's Amelia-C.com. It should be right here, guys, when you're looking on uh, YouTube. Um, but you know, not for the serious stuff. Yeah. There's candy. There's candy there and popcorn. Is. There is. Popcorn. Oh, there's, there's just we popcorn. Love popcorn. Are you guys going to like yeah, try yeah, some? Yeah, Can we box? do some on-air trying? Or is that like gross? I'll, I'll start t telling about it. Okay, this is the curious confectionery. Yeah, open it up. Yeah, open it up. Here, here's it. Oh, here. It's just a little label. Like Sorry, speaking of Adam's not used to nice things in studio. He's not used to it. Speaking of uh, speaking oh, wow. of word docs, pretty cool. Yeah, they're like little uh, they're mini, popcorn balls. They are mini popcorn balls. That they're one nice. is strawberry mm -hmm. shortcake. Oh, strawberry shortcake. Yeah, that's a strawberry shortcake. Okay. And in oh, there, I was gonna say, let me see, let me see what's in here. Let me see what I gave you guys. Okay. So there's a turtle, which is salted caramel pecans and dark chocolate. There's a chocolate peanut butter, which is a peanut butter caramel dipped in chocolate covered in Anyway. Uh, a snowball, which is coconut, and a regular salted caramel. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So I brought yeah, you guys a little, a little snack snack. Nice. You know, everybody likes snacks. They're like oh, tacos. Everybody yeah, wants yeah. a snack like and a sweets. taco. Very nice. Yeah. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Right. I'm big. Well, for those of you guys, for those of you that can't see this, um, <laughs> too bad you suck. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it looks beautiful. Now, the Curious Confectionery. The Curious Confectionery. Okay. And it's a, it's a uh, new venture by... By Amelia Cooper. Uh, I, this, this, oh, I do go. have a partner. Her name you is Brittany. Partner. She's Brittany. yeah, she's okay. lovely. She's uh, actually the owner of Mad Batter Cafe up in Henderson. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is. And this is where you display your wares. Say it again. Mad, no, Mad Batter. Mad, Mad Batter, Batter Cafe. I like it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we actually don't display. We do all custom made okay. to order. Um, everything is handcrafted. Uh, okay. It is 100% plant-based. Looks very nice oh, and very boy. pretty. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I like I, that the presentation is You like, like the look of my ball uh, there, uh, Sam? <laughs> oh, Enjoy checking out my balls? Uh, I mean, I didn't guys mouth on them already. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, trust me. We already have a marketing plan designed around this whole ball. Situation. <laughs> it just comes full circle back to the big ballers. Yeah. That how this guy. Yeah. Started. Hashtag we be balling. Yeah. That's we our hashtag. Ballin'. So you have salty <laughs> balls or sweet balls or both. Salty, Are sticky, they, and they, sweet all at once. Just how you know. like it. You I'm on to you. Perfect plug. <laughs> yep. I'm on to you. I got it all. Clearly now you see why Amelia was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you did catch that I listened to ICP, right? Yeah. Like I may be a 33-year-old yes. businesswoman, yeah, but right. That's right. I can rough and tumble. Many layers. Bring Many an air layers. hockey table in here and it's oh, over. Then now, it's over. Okay. Now you, I caught you said it's completely... 
100% plant-based. Okay, which smacks of vegan. Yes. Which is your other thing that we'll talk about. I wasn't going to drop the V word, but since you brought it up, let's go. Well, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> well, we got to make sure that these actually taste good, you know. Yeah. That looks wonderful. It Nobody's actually. ever complained about my balls before. Yeah, that's <laughs> strawberry shortcake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a huge strawberry fan, so this actually this is going to be awesome. Now, now with, show, uh, with Brittany and yes. the Mad Batter, is that where they're made? Yes, they're made that's, in her kitchen. Okay, mm-hmm. they're made in your kitchen. And and distribution is done how? You order online. Or and uh, right now, because we are in that st- that, that uh, proverbial startup phase, mm-hmm. um, I'm still sorting out my shipping, but we can ship. It okay. just it, it takes a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or so the, they can be dropped off if they're local, or okay. they can be picked up. Okay. So um, really, if you go online and you place an order, mm-hmm. it's uh, very ad hoc. I might call you and say, how would you like your balls delivered? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're just kind of figuring out as we go. Excellent. But it's everything is uh, made to order right now. So okay. now I'm going to have you say this again at the end. But but but, but where where do they find these? Uh, they online thecuriousconfectionery.com and confectionery spelled with an e, not an a. Yes. Ah, ah yeah. Nice. See, so drop knowledge. Put it on the bottom right. there, so it's spelled yep. right. Oh, it'll be right here. It'll be yep. right here. So when you uh, deliver these balls, can you leave notes? Yes. Oh, yes. Perfect. Bring it on. <laughs> Sam's going to have love notes in his ball well, delivery. He's going to send them to Kevin Nash. The, 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 mar- the marketing is <laughs> endless. Like, people can just prank each other, like, hey, enjoy your gift of balls. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to, well, it writes itself. Our social, besides <laughs> uh, We Be Ballin', our uh, viral hashtag is we want people to take photos and say, show us your balls. And so the hashtag Perfect. is going to be, show me your balls. Brilliant. Instagram. Especially yeah. nowadays, hashtag. that's brilliant mm-hmm. marketing. Oh, I'm, off to you. oh yeah, I'm I'm all about it. Big baller. But the thing, big baller, big baller. shot collar. The and the funny thing is, is because <laughs> we are brand new, you know, and we're figuring this out as we go at this point. Um, our focus has been on working on our actual recipes. Uh, now we have to go into the logistics. Mm. Um, because we are brand new, we're so excited about every order that every order gets like super special attention, okay. and I overanalyze it. So yeah, if you want to get yeah. all super right special now, about it. Be- like on point. Oh, yeah. Every like, detail I will, is. I literally will hand deliver it to you. Be like, you're welcome. <laughs> you're I'm saying, welcome. It, it's perfect because like it, you give that TLC yeah. touch that the customers yeah. expect, yeah. and that's the whole thing about mom pop shop is uh, they like you, that. You, you get that. You don't get that yeah. in the big chains. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you buy mm-hmm. them from Amazon, you're not going to get that. No. No. Right. no. Well, and when's no the last time here? Just a million. <laughs> just a million. And when's the last time you guys actually had a good ball in your mouth? Like seriously, like a good popcorn <laughs> ball. I mean, I got to think back now. So you delivered the popcorn balls. Must uh, be in my theater days. be playing in the background? Well, from from yeah. That? yeah, you know what? I'm going to rump from Summerlin in my Summerlin SUV with some ICP delivering <laughs> nice. your balls. Oh, Absolutely. Perfect. Sign perfect. me up. All right, I'm going to bring gonna up buy one tonight. I'm going to bring up something bad, though. Oh, oh no. Yeah, no, I have to. I'm, I'm the host here. But we're having fun. I know. Yeah, we're talking I about know. chocolate salty balls, man. I know, but, but the, the salty and chocolate and sticky balls <laughs> have calories. Oh. What, what is that? Oh, what I did see calories? that in the pre-show notes. Wait yeah, I have no man. idea. These are, you have no idea? These are no vegan. Idea. These are vegan balls. Okay. Yeah, well, plant-based can still be, you know. French fries are plant-based. Oreos are plant-based. Oreos are vegan. Yeah. Put that yes. in your pipe and smoke it. Or yes. or vegan <laughs> <laughs> at the ICP concert. Yes, soaked in diet Vago. It's a sticky night, guys. <laughs> it's say, a very sticky did you night. Say PCP at ICP. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to understand. So so now, now I do have technical questions because I know what I go through for my licensing, and for this and for that, and and Lord knows Las Vegas ah. is no different than any other city. No one helps you. Mm. To find out what you need to do and when and why. Now, obviously, you know there there you have to go through much mm. more than I do. Um, 
are you not required to put content? So those are great questions. This is why I'm actually partnered with somebody who already has an established. Okay. Uh, she, Brittany, before she had her cafe, she did. Uh, she was making wedding cake. She's a she was a professional cake maker. Okay. Um, and then she opened her cafe. So. Uh, those are great questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've asked her about it, and I know she's given me the answers. Yeah. I don't have the answers for them, but that's also, I mean, part of what makes somebody a, a good business owner or a good leader isn't necessarily having all the information, but it's it's aligning themselves with the people who do have the information, which is what I've done. I'm aligned with somebody mm-hmm. who has her food licensing, who knows great. all that stuff, and she makes sure that we're clear. Great. Yeah, nice. and I just and I I have fun making ball jokes <laughs> and, well, and managing the business. Yes, yes, yeah. but yeah, that's what that, that that's her job. All right. Well, then maybe okay. You better know the answer to this. Oh God. What is your favorite? And what are the new? What, what's the upcoming flavors? What can we expect? Well, we actually just did a tasting focus group, and can I do yeah. a little shameless plug here? Um, because <laughs> yes, you're, that's why you're here. Oh, oh well, oh, <laughs> I go, know. Go, go, but go and plug your balls. Plug my well. balls. Yes. Um, I actually am in need of people uh, that would be willing to be part of upcoming focus groups that okay. we're, when we're doing new recipe tasting. Okay. Um, I would say that my favorite ball right now would be the coconut. Coconut. Uh, it is a bestseller. It's delicious. You guys have a few of I those mean, in there. I mean, you could sign me up for that. That's cool. Yeah, they're yeah. in there. Yeah. there you get your hands on those balls, man. Tell them okay. to stop hawking your balls. And, and <laughs> co- uh, so so uh, the contents are, I don't mean specific, but I mean popcorn and coconut and, and, and what? what, what? Uh, organic brown rice syrup. Actually, we just switched. Uh, okay. I think we're moving into or, organic agave. There's no high fructose corn or high fructose corn syrup, and there's no corn syrup, period, in okay. this. Okay. Uh, what I really wanted to do is I want to make a really decadent, amazing treat that is old fashioned. It's got a lot of history behind it, Mm -hmm. Um, but isn't necessarily healthy, but Mm -hmm. doesn't have a lot of garbage. Like I'm going to, we source organic when we can Mm -hmm. and everything that we have is very above, above board. Like there's no weird funky stuff in what it is that I'm making. Um, So what's on the concept boards? What's what I'm not going to hold. What are we working on? Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually perfecting my maple bacon recipe. We have an amazing nice. maple bacon popcorn ball. Okay. Uh, and we're, we're tweaking that right now. That's uh, vegan? Yep. Yes. We make a coconut bacon in-house. Oh, uh, so I'm tweaking it right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be starting a fancy pants line. And it's actually going to be called Fancy Pants. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to have a lavender uh, lavender infused caramel, rose water caramel, champagne caramel. Wow. Uh, so like these beautiful floral caramels. And then we're going to have a ballerista line. That's right. Ballerista. ballerista. It sounds like everything I'd need if I messed up. Your marketing team is on point. Oh, definitely. I definitely. am the marketing yeah. team. Yeah. Right here. Right here. It sounds like something perfect for like Valentine's Day or Paul did oh, it we we had know, a Valentine's totally. Day box that was actually our soft launch uh, was nice. for Valentine's Day. Uh, but our ballerista line is going to be all uh, like we're going to have an Earl Grey um, popcorn ball. We're going to mm-hmm. have a chai. I already have a chai ball that I've already developed and it's beautiful. Uh, we have a macchiato. We have a Mexican really? hot chocolate. We're going to have an entire wow. uh, holiday. Oh my God, you guys! The pumpkin pie and the pecan pie balls oh, that we were testing yeah, in the fall. Yeah. So wow. you knocked out every season and every. Oh, we're season. just we're like rolling with. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. We so, so would you yeah. describe yourself? And I'm not going to make fun if you do. Okay. Artisanal. Oh yeah, totally. I'm super okay. bougie. No, no, don't, okay. don't, don't, I'm proud don't answer of it. that. He's going to call you a millennial now. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts you in a trap. People from Michigan have no idea about Vegas. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Get sriracha on your avocado. Exactly. That's right. yeah. Dude, the flavors are there, man. Oh, sriracha, man. anything like sriracha mayo no, on the sandwich? Oh, bomb. Dude, sriracha, sriracha mayo, mayo is the shit, though. No, seriously. On some brown rice with some grilled vegetables and some tofu. You're like, good. yeah. He actually makes it look good. Oh my, you know what? Anybody who's ever come over to my house <laughs> and they eat, they're like, they're like oh. surprised. Yeah, they're like, like oh. sex and flavor. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You just sit around eating meat and cheese all day? No, you have vegetables. <laughs> That's true. See, when I was a kid, <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. Yeah. As, as a kid, I was being made fun of for sriracha. And now as I'm older, I'm like, see, told you people, told you for so long, sriracha's a shit. Oh, Dude. sriracha's amazing. <laughs> and uh, Topico? To, or, tam, or um, uh, no, Tapatio? Tapatio? Tapatio. Yeah, Tapatio. Yep. Yeah. All, right, all right, there's the, a third business. Now we're going to give a, a real quick plug because we mentioned mm. vegan. It's a vegan magazine. It is. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's an online vegan magazine. Okay. It's a spectacular failure. No. Of, oh, it is of epic oh. proportions, but I'm still proud of it because I learned a lot. So. Well, based on the obesity rate, which I've discussed, uh, veganism is a, a, a <laughs> maybe more of a failure as well. It, you know. Uh, yeah. So, but what what is the name of the magazine? A uh, V Curiosity. V Curiosity. V Curiosity. And, and is uh, sounds online? freaky, but it's not. Yes, very, it's online. Very catchy. Very catchy. And, and, and give me the dot com. Vcuriosity.com. Vcuriosity.com. That's, that's and and everything vegan, right? Everything's vegan. Uh, I talk about travel. I okay. uh, post recipes. Um, yeah. I try and go over techniques. Okay. Um, and just try to dispel some of the myths around veganism because mm-hmm. we're not all, you know, like I'm, I did shave, you know, like I'm not like like yeah. a a hairy yeah. granola animal rights protester. Yeah. I'm perfectly normal. I just happen to eat plants. And, and you don't have to see ICP just to be vegan. No, no, I consider that a perk. It's just a bonus. I consider, uh, yeah, I consider that like your little welcome, I'm here present. I listen to ICP. Somehow (laughs) the bandmates of ICP, I doubt they're vegan, but okay. (laughs) You never know. Diet Vega's probably vegan. I could keep that vegan. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. We are going to run through how to contact Amelia and all of her companies. Let's start with your your makeup res- representation. Okay, right. then. Give, give me the, it's Amelia C. Dash, dash C. And no, no, just Amelia C. and company. Uh, it's Amelia uh, C. and Co. Hair and Makeup Artistry okay. um, at Amelia-C.com and on all the socials um, at Amelia C. and Co., Okay. So, and spelled out, Amelia C. and Co. on okay. all the socials. Uh, the Curious Confectionary is the same thing, thecuriousconfectionary.com. Uh, and then the Curious Confectionary on all the socials. And V Curiosity is the same thing, only I had to go and make it weird. In some places, I put a dot between the V and the C. In some places, I didn't put a dot between the V and the C. Mm-hmm. So it's a little awkward, but vcuriosity.com, uh, hello at vcuriosity.com is the email. And then, okay. of course, the socials. And then, okay. do you have any like Instagram or Twitter for the food stuff so people? can look at the pictures yeah totally into the that food I porn know. yes oh yeah the yeah. be curiosity definitely plug that in so the folks can take a look at the pictures and see what's available to them you yeah. know what I mean yeah there's it's it's a really wide range of food um and uh it's really uh, it's not it's really for me it's about removing the stigma yeah. like you know like it, I just I really want to bring down the stigma because uh Unfortunately, a bunch of asshole vegans went and screwed that all up for us, yeah. like long before I got here. Gotcha. And so now I basically have to work backwards and try to undo some of the damage. Okay. Now it's an everyday fight. Just to so, so you're fighting for the vegan level. crew. Yeah. Yeah. You're fighting for them. You're yeah. the standard bearer now. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. Well, guys, uh, 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 in the rundown, we had uh, a what's new section, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that actually part of our, our, our next show. Uh, which is going to be um, on, uh, on, we're going to actually shoot it on the 8th, 
uh, at the Indie Film Factory with Kelly Schwartz. Yeah. On location. And, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you know Kelly? So cool. Yeah, uh, and Kelly just launched a new movie. Uh, he has another movie already in his, under his belt. Uh, and we're going to be on location at the studio. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Nintendo Switch, uh, why VR is, uh, sets are, are dead currently, uh, and, and we'll talk a lot about that. Talk a little bit more about Valerian, and then uh, Adam and uh, Sam have some great information regarding CinemaCon. But right now, it's time for Area 52. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, Area 52, if you haven't uh, tuned in before, is... Um, uh, in deference to Area 51, we try to think of uh, and find some really interesting information about Las Vegas in general, maybe that you don't know, or more to the point, is it marketed uh, now or ever? But uh, I found that th- uh, these are some interesting ones. This is more of a, a, a statistical uh, a phenomenon, actually. Uh, a pro- there are approximately 149,000 rooms, hotel rooms in Las Vegas. And if you wanted to stay in each one, the number of years it would take to stay in each room in Las Vegas, every room of every level, including the presidential suite at uh, Caesar's Palace and all the ones below, it would take you 409 years. Nice. And $18 million. Million. That's right. So if you, if you start now, 400 years later, hopping all the way from, from Binion's Horseshoe, then end up at the M... 409 years, $18 million. I find that interesting. Technically, how do you work out that challenge if, say, you try to get to the hotel, but they already uh, blew it up, like, you know, tore it down? <laughs> do you wait During your 409 years, the exactly. casinos... I'm just saying, because someone's going to find a robotic body and you know, put their brain into it and then just <laughs> yeah. start, you know, saying well, hotels. Well, more to the point, every time you walk in, they've lost your reservation, so there's another full year of your life, you know, that <laughs> you've lost. <laughs> Have to wait in the lobby. Uh, the second thing made me laugh, and and apparent uh, uh, again in the pre-interview, Amelia said that she was familiar with this. I was not, and I, well, I she does four hundred weddings a year. Yes. so maybe you've done seven seven hundred. Don't be cutting me down like that. Get the numbers right, bro. Come on, and, get it together. She'll put and, the balls in your mouth again. That's right. <laughs> and Amelia does uh, some some spectacular weddings and does spectacular work. However. I don't know that you have provided your services or anyone uh, part of your company to Denny's. Now, for $199, everybody. Bargain there, deal. Out there in the, uh, in the verse, uh, it gets you an efficient minister. Uh, the use of the Denny's, yes, and I'm talking Denny's breakfast, Denny's chapel, a pancake wedding cake, which I wouldn't mind having anyway. Uh, a champagne toast, and yes, two Grand Slam breakfasts. Yes. Best part. I love that. Denny's love is that. like the palace of bad choices. It's <laughs> yeah, where yeah. you go to do drunk things, I like get married. I, well, this I mean, is like the 3 a.m. Las Vegas well. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, I just made $200 on that. of the Denny's on Las Vegas Boulevard. Please. But, uh, but, but uh, now, have you, have you provided any services at Denny's Wedding Chapel? Uh that you know I, 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 I would have to say, <laughs> I would have to say that the demographic of my clientele uh, can spring for a little bit more yeah. than Denny's. Okay. Hey, but two bills. I'm telling you, you. Two bills to get in there. You well, can win that on the wheel one night and, you know, stumble down and yeah, just get, get hitched, you know? That's, that's I, how it's done. Now, now, I've not seen the pancake uh, wedding cake. I might uh, re- I might uh, do some research and put that on Check our out a picture can, of that one. can we get that into the studio? That would be oh, amazing. We can, we can yeah. try. Like, how much well, my, we got to pay for just the pancake? Can I trade in a Grand Slam breakfast for 
the Grand Slam burger instead? Is no that, substitutions. Dude. Oh. <laughs> it's actually increased to like, you know, five dollars. So you gotta I know, yeah. pay for yeah, it. That's an upgrade. I'll, I'll yeah. tip. Okay, I'll tip though. I'll t- I'm not gonna be rude. Well, I'm you, doing, can, you can't say that beforehand and not do it. I'm doing the math here, and if you back up if you take, like, the uh, two champagne flutes full of brute, you know, dry, crappy champagne, the two Grand Slam breakfasts, which, you know, I mean, what, what are they, nine bucks nowadays? Not even nine bucks. Seven. Seven dollars. You back all the way up to the one ninety nine price. I'm thinking there's a lot of that is for the Denny's experience. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> and that's why it's only $199. Right. And, and yeah. the person officiating your, your wedding is even legit? Or is just someone, like, no, hey, man, that's I'm like sure that's like, like an I'm internet... Sure Officiant, you know, yeah. yeah. Like you, you oh, I'm sure it's a legit person, but yes, like you, like that is some commitment to some grand slams, oh, right wow. there. I wonder but what the, uh, uh, the, the preacher or whatever does he get breakfast too? Right? Yeah. Is that how yeah. he gets paid? Breakfast I don't know. I don't know what yeah. sounds I mean, crazier: this Denny's wedding thing, or the fact that people still camp out for Chicken Filet this past week at mm. the um, still. Mm. You know, this past week they opened a new one. On, oh, um, on Sahara and um, I saw house, that. Man, I saw some crazy lines over here on the eastern one. They so. started they started camping since six a.m. Yeah. the day before to get the free meal because the first hundred people get a free meal for a year. Oh man, for a year? For okay, a that year. might be worth it. Clearly, clearly, clearly not it. they're not affected by their uh, their political, social, political stance that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's astounding. Now I will include one more interesting fact: uh, Taco Bell. Um, has the Taco Bell Cantina, and to my knowledge, I believe they marketed as such, is the only Taco Bell to serve alcohol. Yes. 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 Las Vegas. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> We've corrupted is that, is yet that on the strip? another. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. It's right on the strip. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, the, I, mean, I believe sense. it's um, uh, next to. Show. It's right up Harmon, right? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't Suppo- it, supposedly it's supposed to be a little fancier, a little sit down, a little oh, more sure. fancy. Yeah, I mean, yeah it is elegant. A, it's a cantina. It's yeah. Elegant, man. Elegance on the yeah. strip. Sure, sure. They're, they're making fresh guacamole for you right there. Yeah, <laughs> hey. totally. Tableside totally. guacamole yeah. at the Taco Bell. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tequila and the intro. Um, <laughs> Let's go make it rain, Sam, on that guacamole. Let's go oh, right any now. Day, any day. Let's do this. <laughs> Well, Amelia, thank you so much for being part of uh, part of our show today. Uh, I um, uh, was thrilled to hear everything that you had to say, and um, uh, I hope you had fun. Oh, I had a blast. Thank you guys so Good. much for having me. This was no a problem. lot of fun. Good. Uh, well, thank you. And again, uh, if you're watching YouTube, uh, ch- uh, uh, click in there, and you'll see all the dot-coms. Uh, and clickable links for uh, everything that Amelia does, and I'm sure it's uh, not the uh, not the last. I, I mean, we're three companies in. Yes, it's going to be like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we'll have to edit ICP music in the background. There you go. That's right. You know, That's and right. a little picture of the Huntridge too, though. We have to show a little picture <laughs> right. of Huntridge. Oh, the Huntridge. So you know awesome. what? I, I may even try and rustle up an old picture for y'all. See if I got Ooh, something. Mm. Nice. But Amelia has joined the crew for sure, and uh, I, I I I can't imagine you won't see her back on the show. So. Uh, but thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch our show on uh, YouTube on our YouTube channel. It's at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please, if you get a chance, we'd appreciate the downloads and the likes and the subscriptions. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed and talent is out.
Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.